0: Hello and welcome to Money Tips. It's Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and enjoy more money. I'm also the author of the book Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness, and I was a financial advisor working for banks, insurance companies, and for my own business for over 25 years. Uh, I no longer practice, uh, therefore the the uh, tips I'm giving you here are not financial advice. They shouldn't be construed as financial advice. Uh, It's for your entertainment if you like, and therefore you should seek financial advice from your own financial advisor or accountant now with the end of the fiscal year the tax year the financial year approaching fast which uh, in in the UK is the 5th of April uh, and you know you've also got this coronavirus lockdown problems with banks and uh, institutions running on shorter hours Um, now is the time really to start planning for your uh, and and really make the most of your savings and tax allowances available to you uh, before the end of the tax year, because it, because it could save you thousands of pounds, dollars, whatever. In in many countries, it's it's it could be a different date, but it 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 often runs April to April. And it now's the time to start planning, because when you go into a bank now, some of the banks are not able to sit down with you anymore and say, well. You know, how much can you put into your ISA, your pensions? They, they can't do that. And obviously financial advisors may not come out to see you. So I think now you need more than ever to, to plan early rather than trying to rush around on the 5th of April, trying to, you know, top up that ISA or that pension, which may be too late. Usually with tax allowances, once you use them, you lose them. Sometimes you can carry back pension allowances, but generally it's better to get it done in the tax year. Uh, so here we go. Here's the first one. Plan ahead, first of all, preferably with your advisor, your independent financial advisor, your accountant or whatever. And don't leave things until the last minute, as I said. Now, if you're self-employed or in business for yourself or you're, uh, you, you, you have some sort of business on the side, try and talk to your accountant before not after the end of the tax year. And this is so you can reduce your tax liability in the most efficient way possible. So often, even with, when, when I had quite a large business, the accountant wouldn't talk to me the whole year. And then at the end of the year say, oh, we need your figures now to do your tax. So they were really like a glorified bookkeeper. You need a tax advisor to say, well, you know, before we get to the end of the year, what you know what's your profits looking like how are things looking well you've got high profits here could you spend on something for the business to reduce your tax could you could you do this could you should you be taking dividends should you be taking salary all these things you need to do them before the end of the tax year and not like they come plodding along at the end oh now's the time to do your books well no you should have been talking to me three months ago not not after the end of the tax year because often it's too late then to to take money out of the business and 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 put it into investments I'm talking about legal uh, tax mitigation here you're allowed to legally pay as little tax as you as you can um, and and that's you know, that's called tax avoidance, which is legal. But tax evasion, where you evade tax, you you, you do things illegally is not allowed. Um, so but you are allowed to, to try and arrange your affairs in order to I think as Winston Churchill said, every person has the right to arrange their affairs in the most tax efficient manner so that they pay the, as little tax as possible. Now, we may be seeing tax changes for the self-employed coming up in the next year, Um you know with with all, with all of this stuff going on with the coronavirus and and all the money that's been given now to self employed we may see a change in the tax Rules so this could be the last chance you've got of claiming some of the allowances that are currently available to the self employed. For instance, if you're self employed uh, you, and your business is based from home, you can usually claim part of your house home running costs as, as an allowance against your tax. You can often claim your travel going out to appointments to and from home. Uh, so th- th- there are many advantages, but obviously, the disadvantages are you haven't got a regular uh, a salary you, you you don't get sick pay if you don't work you don't get paid and and also um you you're 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 paying low national insurance but you, you're not getting such good state pension benefits in general so so see your accountant before the end of the tax year look at the lifetime isa uh, you can get up to a thousand pound tax free from the government check it check that out uh top up your and that's number three number four top up your isa And or start one if you haven't got one and get up and and then you can put into into your ISIS now up to £20,000 a year and that remains tax free forever and you don't pay any tax on on the money coming out as you do with with a pension so i'd recommend everybody to have an isa now there are different kinds of isas but generally most people would go for an isa that just goes into a a deposit account at the bank the interest rate is obviously very low there are isas where the money can be invested into stocks and shares or other types of investments now these could give you a higher return but they do carry a higher risk in fact there's a one of these um, ambulance chasing type lawyers is now advertising, have you been missold a stocks and shares ISA? You could get back your money and get thousands in compensation because people will say, I didn't know it was a stocks and shares ISA. But it's clearly written that, you know, if you're going into an ISA, which the money is then invested into a fund, which invests into the stock market, those can go up and as well as down. And obviously in the past few months, they've gone down by you 25, 30%. So, but normally with a bank ISA, you would go into the bank uh, and you can do this online obviously and you would get a slightly higher return than you would in a normal account and it's all tax free so it doesn't need to be declared on your your tax return and the the allowances are now quite generous you can put up to twenty thousand pounds a year into that number five then is to to use your pension allowance uh th- this means if you if you're funding a pension you get a certain amount you can put in each year uh, try and maximise that as long as you can maximise it, as long as you're in the position to maximise it uh, so that you, you get as much of your tax, because, you know, the money you're putting into your pension scheme, you get taxed back on that. Uh, so to try and use that. And also try and find your lost pensions. Uh, there are apparently uh, billions of pounds in in pension funds uh, that, that are unclaimed. So they, they're they called the lost pension funds. I'll give you, give you the exact figure. It's something like... Uh, 1.6 million pension pots which works out to nearly 20 billion 19 billion are effectively lost just sit there i suppose the money will eventually go to charity um and you know people have not claimed them they maybe had a, a, a scheme somewhere with their employer and then forgotten about it they've moved on they've moved on again and they've forgotten about that little pot of money it might not be worth very much but it's worth tracking down and uh if you look on my On my blog, there's a link there to find out how you can uh, claim that back through a government website uh, where you can put all your details in. they'll try and find that. Or you can go to the Association of British Insurers uh, or just look back on all your paperwork and see which where you might have pensions sitting around. This could also apply if you've worked for a company and you've you've been there a few years and maybe you've left that pension behind and it's just frozen so so there's all these things you can do to find you might have this little pot of gold sitting there that you can get hold of and then do something about as always take advice and uh, you know, see your advisors and, and learn how to do this. So, so that's that's that you've got five things there. Plan ahead, preferably with your advisor. Don't do things at the last minute. See your accountant before, not after the end of the, the tax year. Get get all your things done before you reach the end of the tax year so you can reduce your tax liability. Uh, three, look at your lifetime ICEs that are available now. You can get up to a thousand pound tax-free a year from the government. And four, start up your ISA or top up your ISA, and you can do this up to twenty thousand pounds a year. And five, finally, is to use your pension allowance. And five a, try and look track down that lost pension scheme, and you can find the the link to that on my uh, on my blog, which is on moneytipsdaily.com, and I'll, I'll probably post a link for it on on Facebook as well. So thanks for listening, and have a have a good evening, and remember. The end of the tax year is looming fast. So get your tax planning in now so that you can use those allowances or lose them forever. Thanks for listening and bye for now. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit MoneyTipsDaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions.